Hey, what's happening folks? Matt Richards here. Welcome to the Complete Market Podcast. Hope everybody's good. Today I want to talk about prospecting. Um, in particular, I want to talk about the stage you get to after you've sent the information over. Um, you know, that, that sort of period of time where people either join or they give excuses. How exactly do you tackle that? How do you go into that conversation best equipped uh, in order to get a response that is ideal for both parties? Now, some of the biggest mistakes that I see, I'll be totally honest with you, is people try to go against individuals. So what I mean by that is if somebody says to you, I'm not quite sure if this business is for me. Um, you know, people will try and convince them to, to think otherwise. So that people will ask me sometimes, Matt, what do you say to somebody who says no to joining your business? And to me, that is like the wrong thing to do because why should you be looking to convert somebody from a no to a yes? To me, that goes against people's human rights. That goes against whether, you know, actually having some respect for somebody. If somebody said to me, Matt, do you want to go and play around a golf? I'd be like, no, because I don't like golf or I'm, I'm not really interested in it. But if they kept asking me and kept telling me and kept telling me I needed to play golf, I needed to go out there, it's awesome, it's great, it's good for the mind, and they just kept on, how do you think I would feel after a period of time? I would feel irritated, I'd feel annoyed, I'd feel frustrated. How would you feel if somebody knocked your door and said, hey, do you want to buy some new windows? And you said, point blank, no, I don't need any. But they kept knocking your door every single day. Hey, do you, what about these windows? The windows you're going to know aren't great. Maybe you should try these. How would you feel after even a day or two of that type of behavior? You would be literally ready to kill the person or drive, you know, you, you at the point of being in, insane, right? It would drive you mad. So... It's the same scenario in business. You know, if you wouldn't like it done to you, don't do it to other people. So when people are saying, I'm not interested in the opportunity, the last thing you want to do is try and convert that into a yes, you know, because that is going against everything um, in regards to building a network or having somebody that actually wants to speak to you. However, if you're in a position where they're throwing objections at you, now, I've done objections in the past so many times on so many different podcasts and honestly if you want some help with rejections and uh, objections and selling uh, feel free to reach out to me direct or make sure you're registered for the webinar this week www.themattrichardsonline.com forward slash event do not miss that it's live 8 p.m uk time thursday um on zoom and it's free so go and check it out and come and join us i'll help you with the social media and closing aspect of things but in relation to objection handling like I said, there's a lot of different training I'd do, I could do on that. But today I'm going to give you just four questions. And these four questions are very good because they take the conversation in a different way. Mm-hmm. And also they get the person to think in a slightly different way. So if you're sitting in front of somebody and they say, for example, I don't have the time. Instead of me saying, you do have the time, this would be great, this is flexible, you can work this whenever you want, you can do this and do this. Instead of telling people what they should and would and could be doing, why wouldn't I ask a question that sort of gets them to think a different way? So I might say to them, what makes you feel that way? And then they get into detail about all the different things they've got to do or they, they might be worried about the fact that you can be on social media for hours or they might be worried about the fact you're going to spend three or four hours a night in training videos. And obviously you can debunk that once you understand what makes them feel that way. Because if somebody says they don't have the time, there's an actual reason that's much deeper than that. And you need to try and figure it out. If somebody says they don't have the money, there's a deeper reason you need to try and find it. Sometimes people, I mean, when people say they don't have the money, I would say this is very, very rare that people just don't actually have the money. Because if there's anything else in life that they really wanted, they would find the money. 
You know, you see this time and time again on Facebook where people can't afford to, to sort of do anything to invest in their business or can't afford to start a business. And then two minutes later, they're getting their nails done or their hair done or they're out drinking cocktails with their friends. It's not because they don't have the money. It's just because it's not a priority. You know, so for, you'll get people that are struggling in their life massively or struggling in their business massively. I get this on almost a daily basis. Matt, I really want to sack the boss. I really want to do this. And I'm like, okay, here's a coaching program. Oh, I don't have the money. And then two minutes later, they're, they're getting the hair and nails and freaking going out and partying and loving life. It's, it's not a case of wanting to do stuff. Most people don't want to do the things they say they want to do because it's just priorities. You know, they say they want to build a business because it feels better than admitting the truth. And the truth is, it's not a priority or it's probably something you don't even want to do. Otherwise, you you wouldn't have your nails done. You'd go without your nails and hair for a week in order to invest in some training. Or the same as these people you speak to. If somebody really wanted to lose weight and really wanted to get fit and healthy, they would go without a Louis Vuitton bag to invest in your products, wouldn't they? You know, so it's kind of like the same scenario. So you will always have people that just make excuses. But the whole point of those type of the whole point of the conversation with those type of people is try and get them to think a different way because their current thought process and the way they've thought has brought them up to this point and they're not happy. That's why they're in a conversation with you. But it's your job to get them to think and get past that barrier that they've created where it's like I want help but I don't want to pay for it because that, that it's just bizarre. You know, if my roof was leaking, I'd. I'd invest in a roofer i wouldn't want to invest in a roofer because i'd rather my roof wasn't leaking but if my roof was leaking it needs to be bloody fixed right so it's the same scenario you've got to be comfortable with paying and investing money but these people that you speak to aren't going to always be that way so they will say i can't afford it but like i've just gone through in detail not being able to afford it isn't the same as having no money you know, a lot of these people do have money. It's just that their priorities aren't quite there. So these questions are designed to change people's priorities or get people th to think about their current thought process and their current actions that they're taking. So what makes you feel that way is a great question to ask. Second question uh, to ask is, is there something I can do to help this? So if somebody said to me, I don't have the time, Matt, I could say, well, is there something I can do to help this? What about I can help you the plan? What about I can help you with some structure? I mean, how does that sound? How about I sit alongside you for 15 minutes and see if I can put together a plan to fit with your current life and fit with your current lifestyle. So it's a case of not having to find time, just managing the time you already have. So as you can see, that question is quite powerful. Instead of sort of thinking, I don't have the time and that's it, it's a brick wall. Now we're trying to work past it. Now we're thinking of a plan. We're thinking of structure. Very, very powerful and a fantastic question to ask. Third question you could ask is, do you have another plan to change? Okay, that's fine, but do you have another plan to change this uh, problem that you're facing right now? So, for example, if somebody said to me, Matt, I don't have the money, I say, okay, that's totally fine, but do you have another plan in place to help you with this? You know, or is it just going to be a case of something you put to one side? I might do the same thing with a business opportunity. If I was speaking to somebody, they're like, not quite sure if it's right for me right now, I'd say, okay, but do you have another plan in place? You know, I just want to make sure that obviously, like you said, you want to earn some extra money, got the kids holidays coming up or something, you know, you feel frustrated and you feel stressed out, you know, so I just want to make sure if you've got another plan in place. And if they say no, I'll say, well, why don't we, why don't I try and help you with the plan? Why don't I help you with the structure? Why don't I help you to earn that money ready for your kids holidays in a couple of weeks time? Can you see how the question kind of takes them off the path? Because you don't want to get into a scenario where it's like two bulls banging their heads together. Together, They don't want to join your business and you're trying to convince them to join your business. That's the last thing you want to do. What is better to just misdirect you know, the, the, the objection and just see if you can work your way through it. So make sure you write these questions down. The last question is, 
What about if I worked alongside you personally on this? So again, if I said somebody said to me, I don't have the confidence to build a business, I don't have the confidence to message people, I don't have the confidence to prospect, I might say to them, well, what happens if I worked with you personally on this? What happens if I helped you with some training? What happens if I helped you with some support? What happens if I helped you with a proper plan and I could help you overcome this? How does that sound? Can you see how these open-ended questions that can open up all these different conversations just get somebody to think in a different way? Now, there's a lot of different questions I can give you, but today I'm just going to give you four. These are things that you want to write down and go out there and try them and see how it takes the conversation. One of the keys is to ask a question and see where the conversation goes, because once you've done this consistently for long enough, you can lead conversations a lot better. You can become better at selling because you know if you ask a certain question, it takes a conversation in a certain way. And if you want to help somebody to make a decision they need to make, that's something you've got to get very, very good at. So hope you got some wicked value from today's podcast. Don't forget we've got that uh, event coming up this Thursday, 8 p.m. UK time. Thursday, the 10th of June, 8 p.m. UK time, live on Zoom for free. I don't want any money off you. I'm going to train you for a couple of hours on social media, marketing and sales. I will blow your mind, I promise you, but I'll also keep it so simple. Anybody can do it. Head on over to www.themattrichardsonline.com forward slash event and register if you have any issues with a link or you can't find it or i speak too fast drop me a message on social guys whatever you're doing take care of yourself have the most amazing day and i'll catch you all very soon on the next episode bye bye